What's up, what's up? My name is Jessica Taylor, and I am your host for the awesome new podcast, So Off Script. In addition to being a new podcaster, I am also an entrepreneur as I am the founder of Ezra Coffee, which is a specialty coffee line. In addition to that, I am also an auntie to an amazing four-year-old. My niece, her name is Roman. I'm a philanthropist, a community advocate. In addition to that, I'm very passionate and worked in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. But also recently, I stuck my toe into reality TV. And I am a season nine cast member for Ready to Love Dallas. So this week, I am taking you behind the scenes of the show, talking about what really happened, what really goes down, and what happened before those quick snippets of the show that you're seeing on TV, and what some of those conversations really were about. So most importantly, let's get into it, because again, we're taking this all off script. So I really enjoy participating in this experience. I will say it's different. I don't think anyone says, you know, one day I want to be a reality TV star, but the opportunity came and it came three times. So, you know, and everything they say, when it comes in threes, you got to see it through. So I decided to join in and join this experience because I am looking for my forever partner. And what better way to do it than in the city of Dallas, where I already live and be able to meet some amazing people. However, I was not prepared for some of the things that took place in this season, even some of the conversations that we had. But I think one conversation that definitely took the cake for us this season has definitely been the conversation around employment and what is really a thought job. So we're going to get into this first clip where we talk all about it. Not disrespect me and my craft and what I've built. Six figures, by the way. And then dumb it down to a thigh job. We ain't having that over here. So I'm just trying to figure out what it is. So when I said thought job comment, I didn't mean for you to take that to heart. So I, I get it. I get what you're saying. But I do believe it is a thought job. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. It was power week for the ladies. But at this point, man, truthfully, I really don't care. I mean disrespect with disrespect. Like, if you take it to a 10, I take it to a 15. You can't say it's a thought job and then say we're in the same, we do the same thing. So that means we both thought. Definitely not. Because you're not I, a thought. I, I know I'm not a thought. So you're saying, you're implying that I am, though. I am completely shocked that the biggest comedian in Dallas, Texas, was offended by the fact that I said he had a thought job. I apologize. And the next thing you think to say is, I'm a thought, all you're doing is adding smoke. I didn't really think I was going to try to have a conversation with you no more. That's just how I am. Like, I'm big. I told you I'm big on energy. And if you ain't giving me energy, you know, maybe my person is somebody else. All righty. Yikes. <laughs> so I really thing within that particular clip um, and just knowing both red and also unique since we've been in this process of course I think that this one can actually be a difference of opinion right because I think when even when she provided her additional narrative and explanation and even apologized about what she said I think the sting was already there and it was one of those things where I'm already irritated about this so I'm not really sure we're going to come to a resolve maybe it's just an agree to disagree um off a little jokey for her you know to give it to her in the first time first meeting and think it was like oh this is a good you know one-liner opening 
I don't know. So I, I think this is a difference of opinion with me on it um, in terms of employment. However, I would say I am very particular about my brand and also how it's represented and how I'm represented. So I, can, I do understand Red's frustration when it comes to that because perception is reality, right? And sometimes things may not be exactly what they are, but when people put them into the atmosphere, people can say, you know what? I can see that and kind of stick things to them. So I see both sides of this conversation, um, but I'm interested to see how the rest of this plays out for the rest of the season. So I guess we also need to stay tuned and see what happens there. Yes, ma'am. Can we be transparent? Can, can I be ahead. honest? Go ahead. I can't cook. I'm not. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So this is like a big thing. So Maria and I had a amazing conversation. And I will tell you that our, we talked literally for about 20 minutes. So I'm not sure how they just got down to that last 10 seconds. But that's another thing too, when you're thinking about this, for those who don't watch, who don't know about reality TV, you film a lot of content, but it doesn't say that all of it will make to the editing floor. So this was actually roughly around a 20 minute conversation that we had at the brunch. And we talked about so many other things, but... I feel that when you're getting to know people, you should tell them things about yourself that you may just not, you know, be great at. And I can't cook and I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. It's not something that I'm upset about or something that I try to keep from anyone. Like, I can't. And I really believe that people should do what they're passionate about. And nothing about cooking brings me any passion or joy. So I don't desire to do it and I don't care. <laughs> so, you know, I have platinum Uber Eats accounts. I have platinum DoorDash, Open Table, Resi, everything. Um, because that's just not something I enjoy doing. And, you know, growing up, when I think about it, growing up, my sister, my aunts, that was their thing. And I always was regulated to the dishes and setting the table. So even like in this clip with Mari, I tell him, I said, you know, I'm not going to cook it but I will make sure that the setup is amazing. You know, I went to etiquette school, so I know where everything goes on the table. I know what season we need to have certain china, what season we need to have different crystals. I got it. Waterford, whatever you want. I got that. So that's what I enjoy. And that's what I'm passionate about is the presentation. Um, and I think cooking too is one of those things. It's like, if you're not like that down South cooker and you just in there throwing down in the kitchen, people dragging you. And I'm a sensitive about my stuff so if you don't like my potato salad or if you're not a fan of my collard greens I'm gonna have an issue and I'll probably never cook it again so I just think it's best for me you know with my space and where I am to focus on the things that bring me joy and cooking all the time is just not something that brings me joy so I don't know I just think that that might be it's a very unique space but we'll get to see how Maria is, I told some of the other guys too, how they actually feel about being able to cook. And it works because Maria, and not showing this clip, but Maria is an amazing cook and he has his own wing, wing truck. So he does everything with drunken wings in that space too. Okay, so if you're in Dallas, I definitely would say, Pull up on Marie at Drinking Wings at the wing truck, you know, grab you some. That's his thing. And that's what he's passionate about. Like, I'm passionate about coffee. I am not passionate about cooking. So that's where I spend my time and my focus. And I just feel like when you're dating people, you need to be honest about the things that bring you joy and the things that do not bring you pleasure. 
and banging pots is just not my thing. So <laughs> that's just not who I am. So yeah, make sure you check them out and check us out as well. One thing that I really enjoyed about this process was the different people that we got to meet. Um, there were so many different personalities, so many different jobs, so many different areas of interest. But if there was one person whose areas of interest definitely stuck out, it was my boy, Marvin. Um, first meeting Marvin at the mansion mixer, I was like, oh, okay, he's kind of handsome. We chit-chatted there, found out we have some commonalities. We both used to live in Cincinnati at one point in time. And I really enjoyed getting to talk to him, but it wasn't until the brunch that I really started pulling back layers and really getting to see behind the scenes what Marvin was really about. So we're gonna check out this clip and see exactly who Marvin really is. Are your partners typically into BDSM too? Um, if they're not, they get into it with me. Oh, so you do performances, live performances? Yes. Live BDSM performances? Yes. With different tools? Yes. At different shows? Are these live shows? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you know, if I'm gonna go to hell, if I'm gonna live like that, do you know how much, how well I would have to be treated to participate in that kind of tomfoolery? It's just too crazy. It's a no, no. <laughs> Cheers. All right. <laughs> Listen, you guys, Marvin is, he's fun. Um, he, there's so much more to him that I feel like what we're getting from him on this show. And hopefully they kind of tell more about, you know, his background and things he's interested in as well. But the BDSM thing was definitely a topic of conversation. And so this conversation was also a lot longer as well. And he's telling me about these different things. And I'm, I'm trying to like gauge, is he talking about what I really think he's talking about? Like this is the first real conversation. I don't want to just kind of jump off the cliff asking him. And then I noticed the bracelet and I was like, I really think he is in to this different, you know, alternative lifestyle. And we started talking about it. And then I'm like, okay. Now I need clarity. Like I need it to be very clear. One thing about me is I'm a communicator. So I need everything broken down. And he said, so I'm asking him, I said, so is this it too? Is this it too? And the chains and the barbells, all the things. And so he definitely goes in detail. And you guys, I don't know if you've ever met someone where it's so off the wall that it's like you just sit there and you just keep leaning in, just want to learn more and more and more. And that, that, that is me and Marvin's conversation. I'm like, I just want to know Okay, and what else? And what else? And what? And tell me more. Tell me more. Even though this is something I know I couldn't participate in, which is why I said that, like, I need to be living better than Carisha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Times two. I'm flying to Emirates to get a new bottle of perfume. You know, I don't know. I just need something to really allow. It. There will be nothing. Like, there will be nothing. Let's be honest. Um, but one thing I appreciate about Marvin is he is who he is. And he's honest and he was honest from the jump. Um, and he really allowed people to get to know him as a person. But two, I enjoy the fact that he's a teacher. I'm a learner, right? So I'm always interested in learning new things. And I really appreciated that he was open enough to bring um, us into his space and let us know what he has going on and what he's interested in. I mean, I ain't doing it. But I did want to know because hell I'm nosy. And so you know, I just want to know what's going on over there. And so I think it was a very interesting um, space to talk to him and, you know, learn more about what he has going on. I, I know, you know, my father's house has many rooms, but uh, none of those rooms are rooms that Marvin are going to be able to take me to. So at this point, I think it's best for us just to continue learning about each other and going through the process. So one thing you guys know about a dating process with 10 guys, 10 girls, 
different personalities, different backgrounds, and everyone is here to find their happily ever after and their one. You're not going to get all that without a, just a little bit of drama. And so I think this next clip kind of speaks for itself, but I'm going to let you guys check it out and we can talk more about it at the end. Say some like that. They top. <laughs> and your, your tops ain't no better. Well, he ain't none of them said that to you. Correct. Exactly. And it's because the energy you give him. Baby, that's not you the energy You haven't even said to try to get to I know him. I don't give him no energy. I okay. turn hang people on. around. Hang Don't get mad because they don't like you. Oh, I ain't mad. Girl, boo. Oh, please. They only going for you because you don't care. Because what? You wait, wait, wait. Come out. No, I ain't doing Okay, that was a day. That was a day. But you know, it was a lot going on. Most important, this is our first Tommy's Lounge. So everyone is super excited. And this is the first time where like all the girls are just able to get together since we've met each other through this entire process. So I know that we're all really excited. Everybody's, you know, picking out their outfits, looking at their things. It was a good time. Um, but I did notice that the energy with some of our cast members was just a little off. Like they were just not, I don't know if they were just having a good day or if it was something where they were just, you know, not really excited to be there. I don't know. I can't speak to it, but you could definitely feel it when we got there. And so we get upstairs, we get to the lounge, we get on our thing, whatever. And I noticed it started, it was some spiciness. It started with some other ladies that actually didn't even make it to this edit with some other ladies in the lounge. And then at this point, we're all going around discussing who are your tops? Who are you feeling? Who are you not? Who are you connecting with? You know, all those things. And one person's name was a consensus in the room. And I think you can all probably tell that was a BB. Within this conversation, we're noticing, I'm noticing primarily because I'm just kind of looking around the room, that there is some frustration happening with this person's name constantly being raised to the top. And then that's when it starts to take off. So if you remember from episode one, there was a little spat with some of the ladies around the same individual, Habibi, um, when they were discussing their connections there. And so we see that come over to this one as well, too. And I think, to be honest, it's a, it's a sensitive space, right? Like you're deciding who you like and who you're not feeling and who's someone that you're really leaning into. And I just think that, you know, for some individuals, some people, it was personal, you know, as opposed to just being a part of this process, it became personal. And then words are exchanged and here we are. But I was sitting here the whole time like, what do I got to do with this? Like, I'm over here minding my magical black business, smiling, you know, not worrying about a thing. Um, I understand that my good girlfriend is here in this process and there's, you know, some altercation. But I do think at the same time, we have to be mindful of the energy that we send out to people to ensure that we're also getting, we're receiving what it is we want to put into the atmosphere. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how this all transpires. But I definitely feel like, you know, when you're coming for people um, and then you threaten me, 
you know, for whatever reason, you know, over this process, I don't always think that it bodes well, you know, because I think all of us came with a really open mind, open opportunity. You don't sign up to do reality dating um, or reality TV for that matter with the intentions that you're going to do anything other than find your connection to your person, right? At least that's what I came into a front know a lot of other ladies did as well. So I'm interested to see how the rest of this all kind of pans out. Um, but, you know, just behind the scenes, it was interesting because there had been conversations with some of the ladies prior um, at the group date with, with Janelle and Tequila. And Tequila goes to her and says, you know, I'm so sorry. Um, I got a lot going on, but I want you to know that I said some really nasty things about you and Jessica on camera. And that's not who I am. And I don't want that to be the case. And, you know, I just felt forced. They kept asking me questions and they said they needed drama. And so I said it and I, I don't feel like that about y'all. And I also called you guys mean girls and all of this craziness and then breaks down and is like crying profusely. Right. So it's like, okay, girl, we get it. It's not that deep. It's TV, you know, maybe they need a little something. Cause you don't feel like that. Right. No. Okay. Fine. And there's nothing, there's no drama. Like at this point we've seen each other twice, you know, for them three times for me twice. So it's like, where's all of this even coming from? So to have that and then to have that exchange, it was kind of like, my God, like, is this, is this, is this, is this what you're talking about? Did they really ask you this or is this something that you want to do? I don't know. So it, it gave a different understanding for us knowing that that was a conversation we had prior. And then here we are in another space where the cameras are rolling. And now there is this energy of aggressiveness um, that, that wasn't sent. So I don't know. We'll have to just see how the rest of the scene, both this season, bows out and who continues to make a connection. Because that's what we're here for anyway, right? To make a connection, to find out happily ever after, and really move forward in learning more and getting better within ourselves. I would say that's one thing I definitely do within this process is learn more about me um, and what it is that you really want to find within the dating space as well. So I know one thing that I always have questions about and people have been like DMing me since the show came out and everyone's to talk about is what edits, 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 edits. And listen, I'm noticing this too, because one of these scenes we literally filmed for like 13 hours. It was like a very, very long day. Um, but it's what you sign up for. Right. And it was, I had a lot of fun, but it's always the suspense of wondering like, what's going to make it like, what are they going to use? Are they going to get this moment? Are they going to get that moment? And I think that that's one thing with this process. You just have to be open, right? Because you just have to be always on, always give it an 110% because you're not necessarily sure of what exactly you're going to be able to capture. And so I think that's something that I have really, it's really kept the suspense going for me watching the show to see actually what makes it to the edit floor and then how they move things around to highlight the narratives and the, sh and the angles that they want to, you know, and speaking, and speaking of edits, speaking of edits, I am an entrepreneur and I own a coffee brand. I don't, I don't, this coffee line owner thing, I, I, it's not, it's not my thing. 
I am a entrepreneur and I own a coffee brand named Ezra Coffee. So make sure that you shop us, Amazon, Target.com. If you're in Texas, we're in HEB locations as well on shelf. Um, so I think that's something too, is when you're editing is like making sure that you're sharing who that real, per- sharing who that person is like in their true authentic self. Um, but I understand too, it's kind of hard when you have 20 people um, and you're trying to ensure that everyone gets an ample amount of screen time and keep it engaging and keep a strong storyline in such a limited space because we eliminated people the first night. And I was kind of like, I don't, I don't even think I talked to everybody. And so when we found out we're doing eliminations, I was like mad dash. Okay. Let me talk to you. 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 And then I have to go back and try to reorganize all this information. (laughs) reorganize this information in my head because now I'm like, okay, so who got two kids and you don't have no kids and you got four kids and you was married. You was like, it was a lot. Right. And you're doing all of this in a very short period of time and really trying to build an authentic connection. Um, while you're there and still be yourself. And, you know, for me, I am a tortoise. I take my time in things. I take my time getting to know people. I take my time with my decision-making but this process don't provide a whole lot of time for all of that. So that was for me having to become a little more agile um, in my in my approach to who I'm dealing with, who I'm connecting with, and who I want to learn more about within this process. So I would definitely say this is something um, that is unique. It is different. Uh, oh, unique, unique. Yeah, she's super cute. Um, it's different, but at the same time, um, we're all here to find the one, right? And so I think that has been, I think if that's what remains constant, then you'll have a lot more to look forward to. So I think that that's why we're all here, right? Is to really find our forever person. Obviously the normal dating scene has not been working for us. Um, myself moving to Dallas, I traveled a lot. I still travel a lot. And so I'm not always here. So I wanted to try something where I allow someone to kind of help me navigate this process because I am very quick to be like, I'm done. Block is over and moved on to the next thing. So prior to this, I even hired a matchmaker. So I had a matchmaker and I went through the process there, but I really, really, really wanted to find a black man. So it was just very different working through that process. And so coming to this, this is like, okay, I'm going to throw this against the wall and see what happens in this dating process as well. And I know that that's why a majority of the ladies are here to really find their forever and find their they're one, right? And even if not, find your one, learn more about yourself um, and how we show up as we approach dating, right? So I, I feel like now I'm a veteran, like I can probably teach classes on how to date <laughs> after going through this process. But most importantly, we have to let other people tell us sometimes, sis, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't doing too right in this area. So with that, I'm gonna turn it over because we have a very quick commercial break for you to check out some of our amazing sponsors. So 
know, you guys, with any podcast, you always want to have perspective. And so I brought on one of my really good girlfriends, Jamise. And throughout the show, you'll hear me talk about my board of directors. And Jamise is on my board of directors. I feel like with everything you should have, I mean, everything that's important, we have a board of directors. Like, you know, our profits, they have a board. Yes. Businesses, you have a board. Mm-hmm. Hey, church. Church, we have a, church hey, has exactly, a board. Have a board. <laughs> and so I really feel like it's important to have a board of directors in your personal life to mm-hmm. kind of like help you navigate and really make sure that you're making sound decisions mm-hmm. i know i'm a little impulsive mm-hmm. and like i can make snap <laughs> decisions i'm like let me let me take this you know you go take something to father in prayer but sometimes i need to take this to somebody who i get a quick response from <laughs> yes and on my board of directors i have jamise and she is someone i go to for all things spiritual guidance spiritual mm-hmm. counsel and so during this process i used to call her and i'm like girl <laughs> I need you to lay this on the altar today. We, they, we, we doing this today or this happened. And so it was just really, really affirming to have you like through this process to provide reassurance and guidance. And even days I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> you were like, see, that's why you ain't got no pain. <laughs> And I was like, you're right, right? Because that is, I will, if we're picking a toxic trait, yeah. I'll probably say that's my toxic trait. Because if it's something's not working, like, unless it's something I'm committed to, like, I can either be one extreme. Like, I'm going to run it into the wall yeah. and watch it fall 50 times because on that 51st time, it's going to work. Or I'm going to give it not even a morsel of energy and be like, I quit. So You know what's interesting about that to me is I feel like you help me to align and not want to quit so easily because I'm the type where I'll be like, you know what, block, delete, that whole thing. And you'd yeah. be like, no, Jameez, you can't be that way. You have to think about it this way. And I'm like, okay, so that's interesting um, to hear that from you. But, but that's what advice, right? It's always great giving. It is. But do you apply what you get? <laughs> do you apply what you give? Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. No. That's so, true. Of course, that's I can true. tell you all the amazing things. That's that true. Like, that's yes, true. girl, he apologized. Yeah. Take him back and let it go. <laughs> and be up like, mm. He on block for 30 days to see if I, <laughs> if I decide to go back. So, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I am with everything. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I am so happy to be here. Happy to hey be girl. on your board of directors. Hey, girl. Hey, yeah, I, I did. But <laughs> look, I want to know what made you want to start this podcast? OK, so a few things. I had an idea for a podcast a while ago. OK. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. But I wasn't like committed to it. Okay. It was like something that popped up. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it again. And mm-hmm. then I was like, eh. And it kicked it down the road. And so when this opportunity came about with the show and I'm watching how things are edited and I'm looking at what's coming to the floor and what's not making it to the floor, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to provide some perspective. And then too, let's think about it. Like, it's never been done before. Yeah. Where a cast are like actually doing it in real time. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, if I'm be an innovator, honey, let me do that. Let you me know? do let, let me Let me do that. Let me do so that I wanted to do that too. And then I think too, with the, with anything, you know, as people, we are multidimensional. Yeah. But there's only so much that's actually going to be able, that, that they can show yeah. while also showing 19 other people. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Right? So I want to do that. And so I had a different name for this before. So I tweaked the name and made it fit this particular element. But it's not just going to be about the show. Like, okay. I have an a, amazing lineup of people that will be joining us throughout the season who will be talking about different things as it relates to our community, with empowerment, business, all, I mean, all the things. I can't tell you guys everything now because you know it's going to be deep but yeah it was one thing that I wanted to really do to where we can kind of have a conversation Mm -hmm. around that and really bring people into that space you know I think that's really important because you really took the time to say look my voice is important outside of 
yeah. these, you know, 10 or 12 second sound bites. Like when you told the guy that you couldn't cook, that was only eight seconds. I thought that it was going to be a little bit more of yeah, a, of a conversation. Like, and then what he going to say? But here's the thing, though. Uh, being on the board of directors, I do get meals. So I've had cabbage. I've had buffalo chicken dip. And so right. I don't know why you said you couldn't cook. Because I can't. Like, those are like appetizers. Like, buffalo chicken dip, that's not a meal. <laughs> you know? Cabbage is boiling water, essentially. Like, it's not like you're not going to call them like, oh, Jessica going to do, you know, the pot rolls for Thanksgiving or she on the collard greens. Like, that's not me, you know? And I feel like, I could tell you before, like, I'm not passionate about it. And if I, not, if I don't care, and you'll probably see through the show, it's, it's all in my face. <laughs> it's all my, and I was looking at the clips. I was like, oh, my God, they got every moment where my face is looking cool because <laughs> that's just where I am. But I just like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I, do it, so. I get it. I get it. I don't know. I just I just couldn't lean into anything that I don't care about. So. Well, let me tell you what I'm excited about. Okay. First of all, I'm excited to see you shine. Because you, you're always doing that. But I'm also excited to see how uh, the personalities mesh yeah. throughout the rest of the season. Um, you know, episode two, it was fireworks in the, the ladies' lounge. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, like, how do we progress past that? Um, and then I'm also looking to see who makes a connection. Yeah, I think that's going to be fun, too. I think that's why everybody's here, right? Like, yeah. who actually falls in love, who actually gets a connection. But I think what's interesting here, too, is the personalities is is understanding and looking at the different people. Right. Right. You know, right. like there are some people who are like overly affectionate. Yeah. And there are people like me who's like, ugh, did you touch me? <laughs> 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 I'll send you an email. <laughs> don't, lie, don't lie on me. <laughs> so, it's, you know, it, it, it is because you, you have to get to know different people and what, mm -hmm. their, what their quirks are and what their ticks are. And so I think that that's exciting too, but I don't know. I I've been reading some of the comments because mm -hmm. these fans, baby, they will let you know. How are they? How are the comments? You know, I've not gotten too much okay um, spice yet, but heck, I mean, only they gave me six minutes on one thing, so I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I haven't got too much spice. I don't feel like is I don't feel like the the commentary is like really mean. Okay. Uh, I feel that is authentic. Okay, good. It, it, it is what it is. It yeah. is what people are seeing and what they're experiencing from watching it. So off of episode two, like if you can think back to where you were uh -huh. at that time, who were you feeling the most? Ooh, mm, I don't know. Okay. You may have to watch and see. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, you have to watch and see. Okay. So it was, it was, it was cool. I think that you know we all had um, a level, and and that's the thing with Brandon, right? Like mm -hmm. I think he, everyone had a level of some interest, yeah. You know there, yeah. Because I felt that he was so he was super cool. Yeah, he, he had a really very sweet. mellow. He has a, yeah. a, a cool energy, right? Mm -hmm. But many of the ladies don't have children. Yeah. So, yeah. and they want children. Yeah. So when you're thinking about that, you think, okay, does this fit into my mm -hmm. typical plan of what it is that I want to do, mm -hmm. right? And I think that that, you know, when people think about it, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, like, is this something that you want to participate in? Yeah. You know? So I think, that, I think with some of those things, like he's, he's dope. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I wish, I, I really, I don't know. I'm indifferent about us kicking people off on the first night. Really? I am because... You're trying so hard to get to know so many people so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I know you have to, for the sake of people, like yeah. eliminate somebody yeah. and keep it kind of spicy. Yeah. But maybe what if we just like put them on ice? Like, okay. What if they could come back? 
they've done that before. Okay. Right? I don't think Brandon would have came back just because of the commentary. Yeah. But I think we should maybe do like if we put them on ice. Like, yeah. just ice them out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're on ice. Next time, we're going to do a double elimination. You know, <laughs> I don't know, just to keep the numbers where they need them, right? <laughs> yeah, but I can see I that. I think it's a little hard to kind of grab that. And, and I say that because I, even though for myself, like, I am a tortoise. Mm-hmm. I am slow. I heard you say that. Because yeah. I'm so guarded. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, okay, what do you want? Who are you? You know, like, I just, and that's a lot because of the work that I used to do as yeah. well, too, right? You, so, it's different. You know what? One of the things that I wanted to ask you about was, um, Tommy seems like he's very protective yeah. um, of the ladies, like, just having that safe um, environment to flourish. Mm-hmm. How did How did you feel um, with that, did you feel like you were no, saying? No, I think it was amazing. Yeah, I think it's amazing because the thing too, when we're in this in this constant state within our community, is protect Black women, uh-huh. right? And yeah. so I think it's great to if you're gonna be introduced to all these random people because mm-hmm. I, I mean you don't know. I've lived here and I've not seen any of them. Yeah, in, right. Like, just in day to day basis, right? So I think it's great to have that. And and for me, it was also affirming because you know. Me and my dad are close. Mm-hmm. Me and, my, and I was raised with my father. Yeah. I have all uncles. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's the only child. So I have all my daddy's brothers. Mm-hmm. So when you have strong men like that in mm-hmm. your life already who mm-hmm. are very much like, hold on now. Yeah. You know? Right. And then you've seen my group of best friends. <laughs> yeah. They're all guys. So <laughs> they're all guys. And even when I was telling them they was doing this, I was like, mm, I ain't, I ain't on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and and I even bring some of them too, but it's just kind of like you know it was really affirming to have Tommy in that space. Yeah, and the thing is, too, he's no nonsense. Like yeah. we're not going to even give this room to grow or right. manifest or breathe. Right, we're just right. Nip this in the bud. Yeah, because some things can be. Oh, I didn't know I'm growing, and then some things like, bro, like, just being ignorant. Yeah, yeah you are. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was that. But the fans have been letting us know too how they feel. So they've been telling us because I was like in the coming one, I was like, I'm so nervous. What is this gonna look like? Like, but I know one thing. <laughs> this makeup is gonna be together. The you see makeup what I'm will <laughs> be together. The makeup will be together. Right. And so I was like, I really want to make sure that that is there and you know, these confessional physique. But you know, it's it's interesting because it's cameras. Everywhere, around, yeah. Know? Like it's one here, one here, one here, one here. And then there's somebody beaming down over here. I'm like, okay, what, what angle? Where am I looking? Let me ask you about that. Do you think that people are being authentic because of all the cameras are not being authentic? I don't know. I don't know because remember we just met. Okay. So I really don't. I, I don't have anything to gauge this off of. Like, okay. I really don't know. Um, I think we'll see as thing as, as you know as time on. goes on mm-hmm. and as the process goes on. But I really don't know. Okay. I don't know. I think. I think. Even if they are, the question is still too, back to my conversation about edits, is it gonna make it to the edit floor? You know? So I said a lot of funny things. <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> I said a lot of funny things. I'm sure you did. In mine, um, but they just didn't all make it to the edit floor, right? And then we gotta think too, like some of the stuff I said I know is very black church funny. Okay. So, so maybe if you're not in black church, you wouldn't get it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but it, it it is what it is. But my faith is very big to me. Yeah. And so I talk about that too as well. But I don't know. I, I don't think that people are being inauthentic because I also think it's too soon. Yeah. But I can't say they're being 100% authentic because. You just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I think is I think it's very interesting. In this season and these people and the connections and things like that, I think it's going to be some ebb and flow. 
Okay. Like, you know, yeah. I was, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't, you yeah. know, throughout the entire process, yeah. right? Because it gets competitive. Ooh. It gets competitive. It gets spicy. I cannot wait to see. I'm it's looking forward be, to it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I, like I said, I, I think that all the cast members are excited about this season and excited, one, you know, where it is and how everything is shaping up. Yeah. So it's cool. Well, thank know. you for having I'm me. I'm excited. I'm excited. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But most importantly, we could not do this amazing show and this podcast without a few of our sponsors. So we're going to pause here and go to a quick commercial break so that we can give our sponsors the time and the credit and the thank yous that they definitely deserve. So welcome back. I want to thank all of our amazing sponsors who make this podcast and this opportunity what it is. I want to thank you for joining me and just thank chit-chatting you. with me. I know this is, you know, now that we're done. Um, <laughs> and you've been able to kind of like guide and see we're watching this process play back. But, you know, I want to tell all you guys, I am so excited for this podcast the rest of the things that we're going to be doing, the amazing guests that we'll be having. We're going to be bringing some cast members on as well who can really tell you about their experiences. So make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow, download wherever you can get podcasts. So iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, everywhere. We're there. Make sure you check us out. Continue to support us. And most importantly, tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. to watch Ready to Love Dallas as we'll be recapping the show. I am your host, Jessica Taylor. And most importantly, don't forget to shop Ezra Coffee. We got the products linked at the bottom. We have six different blends for our favorite coffee lovers that you guys may enjoy from medium, medium dark, dark rolls. And of course, we have our candy yams, our cognac flavor, Le Grand Duck 1928, and our toasted Southern pecan. So make sure you shop us below. We have mugs and everything down there for you too. And we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you, Fu. Thank you, Lou. <laughs>